Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe, 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 Joe. Brian. Glad to have you back. Great to be back. I don't want to do it. Um, don't want to get into it. We might have, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, Joe does a great job. Uh, a lot of the guests that you hear on our show here, it's not, you know, I'm not doing any work behind the scenes. Joe's doing all the work behind the scenes, and he's oh, thanks, uh, helping out with that. And uh, we might have Dr. Adalja back on tomorrow. That's the hope. Um, to, you know, kind of go through some of the uh, different things. Obviously, the, uh, you know, young kids, COVID vaccine, and uh, a lot of different issues. Cloth masks. With him. So I, I do want to, you know, save it. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, we just uh, were speaking with uh, Lisa Chimera, uh, Erie County legislator, who, you know, and the, uh, I, a lot of people are chiming in on our Volkswagen Vorch Park text board, 8030930. We're not going to talk about this for the rest of the day, but um, I do want to address, you know, this is a little bit of what I talked about yesterday, of the uh, the role of the listener. You know, somebody said, oh, why do you let uh, somebody get away with the non-answer of criteria? You know, I we're not letting anybody get away with anything, but that's the answer. Okay, so now it's up to the listener to say, what does that mean? You know, oh, the, oh there is no answer. Unless, right. Joe, can you book Indiana Jones for me? <laughs> because we right need that. somebody to find this criteria. I've been, it's been talked about all the time. But whenever I ask to see the criteria, it's like nowhere to be found. You know, oh, I, she had all the faith that the state of emergency will end, restrictions will be lifted when the criteria well, is met. Not- Okay, what's the criteria? Well, crickets. It's the criteria. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, <laughs> but that's you wonder why people are you wonder why you go out now and I mean, come on, let's I I was out, you know, I was at uh, an event Saturday night. I was out Sunday watching uh, sporting events. I'm at different places. I'm at, you know, different places every day. And every day it's less and less. You know, I mean, people are pretty much done with the masks. Yeah. Um, you see, you know, in some places it's still, you know, most people are wearing them. But I, I, it gets fewer and fewer every day. And if you wonder why, I mean, that's why. Yep. 
Exactly. Exactly. You know, Brian, beside the grocery store, outside the grocery store, I don't think I see the mask wearing that I saw even a few months ago um, when I go to places, as you mentioned, restaurants, the gym, no one is wearing the mask above their mouth, except for the person you mentioned who wears it on their nose, but their mouth is exposed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, that's why, you know, when, right. you know, okay, well, it will be uh, when the criteria is met. If there's no criteria, you can't say that sentence. You've got people out there and, and they go, you know, what feeds these ridiculous conspiracy theories? Well, what feeds them is when people can't get basic, simple answers, Brian. You want to know why people believe some of these wacky conspiracies? Well, when you can't get a, a basic, simple answer to what is a basic, simple question, hey, that's why, that's why these ridiculous conspiracy theories, that's why they get steam. That's why people look at them and go, well, why can't you answer this then? That's why. Politicians are, in my opinion, they're responsible for fueling ridiculous conspiracies. And the landscape is, I, I think, shifting. You see it in the mask use. You see it in other things. And I think what's – California is the perfect example this past weekend, right? Where you have – okay, so what are we told? You know, the reasons for the masking mandates and everything like this. Well, you need the mask, not just a mask. You need one that has a good seal all around – uh, or else it's not very effective against the Omicron variant, which spreads very easily. And we, we don't want it to spread person to person. And we especially want to, you know, keep protected uh, people who uh, may be immunocompromised, even if they've had the opportunity to be vaccinated before. And what did we see this past weekend? Well, three people who have all endorsed the mask mandate are enforcing it in schools, enforcing it in all public places, um, you, you know, even going as far as saying that kids in school, we're going to kick you out unless you have a COVID vaccine as of next year. Uh, the mayor of Los Angeles, the mayor of San Francisco, the governor of California, all pictured without a mask at the football game. No, Joe, it's, it goes a little further than this. They're pictured without a mask standing next to perhaps the most famous immunocompromised person in the world, Magic Johnson. That's right. I, I mean, you can't make it up. <laughs> no. And so the headline reads today, if Newsom and London Breed, that's the San Francisco mayor, okay aren't afraid of Omicron, why should everyone else be? And that is, you know, I think why you're seeing this reaction. It's one, because a lot of people have had COVID. It's maybe it's just a little bit of, oh, I'm, I'm sick of it. But it's a lot of this. It's a lot of, well, I, it'll be lifted when the criteria is met. Well, can I see what's the criteria? Uh, don't ask the question. Or it's just the people making the rules to say, we need to protect the immunocompromised people being pictured just the other day smiling maskless next to an immunocompromised person yep. hey can someone find me the largest most famous immunocompromised i gotta take a maskless picture next to them we gotta breathe a, a little bit they said it was only for a quick picture uh pictures are not you know part of the uh, mask rules you don't get to take them off for pictures oh that's not in there in uh, okay. la county or in the state of california um and you know i i don't know i the camera flash must uh kill the omicron particles that go from person to person. Brian don't, Brian, don't say that 
unless it's true, or they're going to have to put a disclaimer (laughs) before our show. Um, (laughs) But anyway, that was just unbelievable over the past couple days. But you know, I I didn't want to dwell on it. And it is starting to it is starting to to be that kind of messaging, Brian. On both, it's not a political. It's becoming a non political thing for people who aren't politicians, right? For people who aren't. 24-7 politics, it is starting to become people who might lean to the left, might lean to the right. They're starting to say the same thing. They're starting to point out the same things. It it is, again, unless you're one of these people, politics is everything. It is starting to, the the politics of it is starting to go away for people who just want to get back to their lives. Three people at one football game who are in charge of putting mask mandates (laughs) in place taking pictures next to an immunocompromised person no one's wearing a mask and we're blaming joe rogan for why people don't trust the institutions exactly exactly (laughs) to to bring it all full circle but anyways you know dr adalsha hopefully tomorrow will be on with us yes uh, that that is our hope 906 tomorrow won't want to miss it um but i want to talk about food with you because i am hungry at this time of day (laughs) This is like lunchtime. Should but you no. order one of those uh, those McDonald's menu hack uh, sandwiches? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not that hungry. <laughs> uh, I, I, that might kill the appetite a little bit. But there's two great food stories in the news. And I think bring up a couple of interesting questions that you can weigh in on 803-0930. Uh, the first is something we touched on a little bit earlier, Joe. Domino's. Now, you know, the headline's always a little misleading. Uh, it says Domino's will pay you to pick up your own pizza. Not entirely true. They will give you a $3 coupon if you choose pickup instead of delivery. Which is great for you and Domino's. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, it's to hopefully, uh, you know, alleviate some of the driver shortage and, and those issues that they have. But, you know, pickup versus delivery and things like that. How often do you do one or the other? And then there's... This story, which I love, where a Nevada court has the job of trying to determine what is legally considered Mexican food. I mean, how about that? How do you make that decision if you're a judge? It's all stemming from a dispute. There's two, you know, food restaurants. You know, what do you, I guess restaurants. Restaurant is all-encompassing. Two restaurants in the same strip mall plaza. One is a Mexican restaurant, the other is a salad restaurant. In the lease agreement, the Mexican restaurant has that no other restaurant can infringe in our Mexican territory in this strip mall plaza. And so they say if any, uh, no other restaurant can make 20% or more of its sales on Mexican food in this plaza. Well, the salad place next door sells a... Mexico Viva Mexico chop salad and a Santa Fe chop, which I guess do pretty good. Now the Mexican restaurant is saying, whoa, you can't do that. You need to be out because you can't sell Mexican food. We sell Mexican food. <laughs> so now it's in front of a judge, Joe, is the Viva Mexico chop salad with jalapenos, cheddar cheese, black beans, and tortilla strips actually Mexican food or not? I love the question. That is... Yeah. I don't think it is. It's just a salad. I, but you can name it anything. What is what? You know, what is Mexican food? What part of what it is makes Italian it, food? What part of it makes it Mexican food? The tortilla strips? The jalapenos? Just the general vibe. 
Oh my. Is that? <laughs> so now if you're a restaurant in this plaza, you got to make sure that nothing on your menu vibes uh, Mexican food. I don't think they were necessarily, I think it's a, str- I don't think they're necessarily thinking about that when they're putting their menu together. No, of course not. But I think, Joe, if you, I think if you have a pizza and you throw, you know, a little bit of seasoning and uh, maybe a couple jalapenos on there, and you call it a Mexican pizza, go at it. That's Mexican food to me. Oh, so you- <laughs> I, I am very liberal with my definition of what can be considered Mexican food I mean- versus whatever. Italian food, mozzarella cheese is on it. If there's any sort of red sauce, I don't care if it tastes like ketchup. I think that falls under the bridge of Italian food. I mean, there are people that would say half a Taco Bell's menu is not Mexican. But you're saying if it has the seasoning, a sort of taco pizza. I think so. Uh-oh. I But, you know, I'm, I have a very, uh, you know, Western New York definition of Mexican food, I think. I just, I don't like, I mean, going back, I don't like that contract. <laughs> yeah. that, now, that the plaza can now limit what other restaurants, if I was another restaurant... I would hope that I knew that information when I when I leased from well, this like a, plaza. Yeah, it's like a non-compete, though. I, I don't think they ever would have anticipated this to be brought up. You know, I, I don't think well, yeah, a reasonable place. person, if I'm the judge, I'm going in here and saying, listen, a reasonable person is not looking at the Chop Stop Salad place and Cafe Rio <laughs> next to each other saying, hmm, I, which one? I'm hungry for Mexican food. Which one do I want to go into? Yeah, I, I don't think anybody's considering that. So I, I don't know if the lawsuit has that much, but I do think it is interesting that somebody's going to be tasked with making a pretty fine definition for what's Mexican food. Defining Mexican food, yeah. I mean, what's next? That plaza couldn't have a Panera because of their uh, Southwest chicken salad? Maybe. <laughs> How how many do they sell? But do you, I feel like a lot of people get, especially, I think Italian food is like this a lot. If you have a rich, you know, uh, Italian heritage in your family, you hear about this all the time. You know, people get upset if you refer to a very simple, you know, if I take out a can of Chef Boyardee and say I'm having Italian tonight. That might be offensive, to people who are, whoa, that's not Italian food. To me, it's all the same. Uh, you can call it whatever you want. Sauce and noodles? If you put red, white, and green on the can, I, I might be inclined to just say it's Italian food, even if it's a taco. Um, but <laughs> I I, uh, I, think that there's a lot of people out there who are very strict. It cannot be considered Italian food if it's not homemade sauce or you know something along those lines. Yeah. I, um, I'm like you, Brian. I, you know... Chef Boyardee. Wow, now you really got me hungry for one of those microwavable Chef Boyardee. Is that Italian? Would you consider that Italian food? No. You know, I think it's because living in Buffalo, right? We have all these great Italian restaurants. We, we've all been to a nice big Italian dinner, homemade sauce. I, for me, I mean, maybe 15 years ago, I'd say, yeah, Chef Boyardee. But now, I mean, I know, you know, you got the tradition, you got chefs, you know, good, big Italian meal. Well, if it's not Italian food, what is it? Quick food, college food, American food. Yeah, it's probably. Is everything? I think a lot of what we eat is Americanized. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Americanized something. But yeah. I mean, is every taco, um, or you know, uh, Tex Mex, or something like that? Can you? Can I not call 
a beef and cheese burrito Mexican food because it's nothing like what you would be served anywhere in Mexico? I mean, that, that's what we call Mexican food, right? So for Americans, it is. I don't. It, it's a very interesting because it's funny. I watched a video before the show on how tacos in America are different than mm-hmm. tacos in Mexico, and you're right. That is very different than anything you get on the other side of the border. Depending on your definition, I don't think any pizza you eat normally that's would right. be considered Italian. Yeah, you're right. I, I think pizza is pretty firmly rooted. That's an American food. Yeah, the pizza we eat. Mm, to some people, it's still Italian, though. I got a very good pizza book that I read to my son, and the chef looks very Italian in it. Yeah, and a lot of <laughs> Italian places in America have some sort of pizza on yeah. their menu. Olive Garden. Yeah, pizza on their menu? <laughs> Are breadsticks Italian? Is Olive Garden Italian? Yeah, that, that's a great know. question. I don't know. Um... <laughs> I think it's an interesting question, but uh, we want to hear from you. 803-0930. Do you, you know, really pay attention? Does how authentic the food is, uh, is matter to you? Do you need an authentic taco versus a regular one to make it actual Mexican food? Do you need and what's authentic, an authentic taco? Pasta? Yeah, yeah. What what defines authenticity? If you're looking on the store shelf, um, does it matter to you? Are there different things you would say? Maybe you're Polish. You have a pierogi. But, oh, not that pierogi. Right? I, I know quite a few people who would say My father would probably say that. You know, some, some pierogies qualify. Some don't as don't being qualify Polish as pierog- food. Oh, okay, as being Polish food. I mean, there's Italian sausage. There's Polish sausage. And then somewhere in between, they do kind of meet. Yeah. Uh, you, you get a little bit of a mishmash. Does what, it matter what the name on the packaging is or what it tastes like? What if, if Minio and Sapio make a Polish sausage? Yeah. What is it? Is it really Polish sausage? I would think so, right? That, that or is, is it a, Italian sausage that just tastes like Polish sausage? Are they fooling us? I, I don't know. So if you put buffalo chicken in a pierogi, is that a Polish food or is that an American food? Mmm. I don't know. If you make uh, if you make wings in Las Vegas, is that a buffalo food? No, those are chicken wings. They're not. <laughs> well, is it buffalo food? <laughs> what do you think? Eight hundred three oh nine thirty. And do you prefer takeout or delivery when it comes to pizza or anything? Domino's says they're going to pay people to pick up their own pizza. I think it could work. Are you telling me the Taco Bell Mexican pizza that's no longer on the menu might not have been a Mexican pizza? Is that Italian or uh, food? Even better question. American food? I think if you – I don't think you can bring American food into this because you could probably – Anything we eat is American food. Yes. Put just about everything you eat would be categorized as American food. Olive Garden is more American than Italian. I mean there there would be very rare exceptions for American food Um, or things that aren't American food. I think of even if, you know, I bought everything, you go to the supermarket, there is a Mexican section, yes, right? Yeah. Even if I bought everything from imported from Mexico to make my tacos. The way you assemble it is I, American. I yep. still think the way that you put it together, people would I would seize a little bit of blowback on that. Yeah. And say, well, this is this is an authentic or true Mexican food. And how different is it what we accept now? 
as something that's Italian or Mexican than 50, 60 years ago when a lot of people living here had been originally from Italy, originally from Poland. You know, how different is the food we eat today with that Americanized, you know, what would our ancestors, what would people 70, 80 years ago right here in Buffalo say about the food we now call Italian, we now call Polish, and how it's changed over the decades? Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, Fred is in Lancaster. Now you're on WBEN. Fred, how's it going this morning? Good. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. So what do you think? I mean, Italian food, is it really Italian anymore? No, no, absolutely not. I, I came from Italy when I was 13 years old. My mother, my grandparents, all our relatives here, when we make Italian food, it's Italian. So one night I decided to take my kids for my son's graduation from grammar school to Olive Garden. And I proceeded to order an appetizer, which was called bruschetta. And the young lady waiting on us says, no, 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 no. No, it's, it's bruschetta. I said, no, it's bruschetta. I mean, that's the way we call it. So she leaves our table. She goes to the next table. And she goes, the idiot next door told me that I mispronounced <laughs> bruschetta. And that was the last time we went to that restaurant. Italian food is Italian food. Pizza was born in Naples. I mean, there's certain things like pierogies, pizza. This and they're, they're, have their origins in a specific country, in a specific way. And the original way is the only way to enjoy that food. In America, we mingle and mix Mexican, whatever. If, if it's enjoyable to you and if you like it, you eat it. If not, it's not Mexican food. It's a restaurant. Fred, what is an authentic Italian pizza? Well, how does that differ from what you and I eat every, you know, here in America? Yes. The first thing is the dough, the, the flour that they use for the dough. That is the first thing. The first pizza that was ever made was by mistake because this one restaurant had nothing to serve. They had dough, so they they crushed up some dough, and the restaurant is still in Naples, by the way. They, they you know, they rolled the dough. They had some tomato sauce. They put some tomato sauce and mozzarella, and that's it. And that was the original pizza. Dough, tomato sauce, and some mozzarella melted on top. That's it. I would like to try an authentic Italian pizza one these days. Does it matter, Fred, who's making it to you if it's made by someone? I'm thinking right now of Gino, you know, down on Brighton and Fries across from Ken West. I don't know if I've ever met someone more Italian in my life. And he makes a pizza kind of the American way, though. But is it, you know, he's authentic Italian and he's making it. Is it more Italian then? Me and Gino are best friends forever now. The, the, the Gino is catering to the American crowd because I learned a lesson a long time ago when I worked in a restaurant that the key word is give people what they want. So if a person walks in and they think that a pound of anchovies on the pizza is good, give them what they want. So it's not about it's not about the authenticity of it. It's more about what people really want and crave. There you go. And I'm fatter for it. Hey, Fred, thanks so much for the call. <laughs> what do you think? Authenticity. Does it matter? What's the definition? Where's the line? Where should this judge in Vegas draw it? I think it's pretty interesting. You're listening to Beamaz and Beamer on WB. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. EEM. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Little Lenny Kravitz here on a Tuesday. Hope everyone's enjoying the sunshine, enjoying the heat wave for the next two days, because then the snow's back. So I asked Aaron Minkowski, I said, how much of that snow is going to melt over these two days? And he said, probably not that much, which is disappointing, yeah. Brian, because as I was telling you, a lot of um, you know, those snow banks really uh, making a left-hand turn on certain streets uh, very difficult. Oh, yeah. I mean, that builds up. You get it all at once, and... Hard to see. You got to do yep. the creep up. It's. I mean, it makes it difficult. Yeah, a little bit. You never like to have to reverse back into the turning lane because you didn't see a certain car coming. E, what was that? You? Oh. You? You made it sound like that was on transit yesterday. Going, going, uh, going down transit. I, you know, came out just a little too much. Noticed there was a car right there. Had to rev it back. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're talking food preferences. Here on uh, BMAS and Beamer, uh, you know, partly because of this court case in Las Vegas, where it's now up to a court to decide what is actually considered Mexican food. You know, they have to set a legal precedent here to see if a uh, Viva Mexico chop salad really <laughs> falls <laughs> under it or their Santa Fe chop. Let me, the Santa Fe chop, it's a salad with avocados, roasted corn, pepper jack cheese. I mean, what do you think? What's, is that Mexican? 
I think that's a salad. Is a what if a taco salad? Is that Mexican food? If I take that salad to Mexico, are people there going to think that's native to their land? I I mean, if you took uh, you know a chicken parm sub to Italy, probably I mean, is not. That... <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but where is the definition? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I'm I'm I mean I'm I'm more interested in that contract uh, more than anything with the uh, with the plaza and, and the fact that the one the one place is actually taking ac- action against one uh, menu item. I think it's pretty interesting, and I have to imagine there's a lot of people around here. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. If you want to weigh in today, who you know have some strong opinions, or your family has some strong opinions as to what is authentic, you know, whether it's a Mexican, Italian, anything else that you would uh, have. Could be Polish, it could be anything. Um, you know, anything that really riles up your family when you get talking about some of these foods. Uh, just uh, some breaking news. Uh, this is officially official now. Uh, we learned over the weekend, but he himself has now said Tom Brady officially retires. Oh, he's done? So as of 42 seconds ago, uh, Tom Brady officially caught it quits. Didn't Sorry. he go on the show yesterday and was like, uh, you know, hi. Yeah, well, we'll he see. needed to sleep on it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. He put it on Instagram this morning. All right. Well, uh, I'll miss him. I, I miss Brady already. Uh, the other thing we were talking about, Joe, is <laughs> this – Domino's delivery thing. First off, it's a great, you know, ploy by Domino's to get you back in the door. Because what they're doing, um, you'll see this headline worded two ways, that they're paying you to pick up your own pizza, or they'll tip you if you act as your own delivery driver and go pick up instead of order delivery at Domino's. Really what they're giving you is a $3 coupon. Yeah, an incentive to come back. Yeah, to be used at your next time at Domino. So it's, you know, a good idea. I kind of think that a lot of places might want to do something similar. You know, give a little coupon. Hey, there's three bucks off your next pizza. Come back to us instead of one of these, uh, you know, a whole bunch of other places. But I was thinking this, and, you know, it's something I would take advantage of because I always pick up. Yeah. Joe, I am never a person who wants delivery. And it's just for a few reasons. A few reasons. One, I want to be in charge of my food. I want to be there. I'll show up a little bit early. I want to right when it gets out of the oven. I want to know that it's in the box, ready to go. I mean, usually it's pizza that you're picking up. You know, maybe it's subs or something. I want it as hot as possible. You don't want it on a shelf under a light. Yeah, I'm gonna drive it home without hitting up somewhere else uh, on the way home too. And then. The whole tipping part, you know, I'm, I don't want to pay more for what's already pretty expensive out there. You know, anytime you order out, you're paying a decent chunk of money. Yes. And that's enough for me. I don't need to pay a delivery fee. And then, you know, you need to put a tip in. I don't even know what a good tip is because I haven't had delivery in. I can't even tell you when the last time was. Well, you, you, you know, but the thing is, you know that you should tip, Brian. As I said this morning, I wish more people know that, hey – you know, a service is being provided here. Maybe a nice tip. Um, I am a fan of picking up because I'm cheap. Among anything else, I'm cheap. My wife, on the other hand, she likes to order delivery. She is not as cheap as I am. I am cheap. As much as I go out there and make money off deliveries, I if I can save $3, and only drive a half mile down the road. Okay, well, I'm saving money here. I'm not spending that in gas. I'm going to go get uh, go get my food. And Brian, you bring up another great point. 
I want to know where that is the entire time, right? I don't want it to sit on a shelf, get cold, and then, like you said, sit in someone's car, go to another place before uh, dropping the food off. So I, I, I am a fan of pickup, and hey, if you throw $3 towards my next order, if I'm picking up from your establishment, I'm most likely going to return anyway. So the $3 would be very uh, beneficial. Yeah, probably. I, I, you know, somebody's saying, you know, okay, well, five, uh, t- okay, what's the tip rate? Five to $10 for $50. Ten dollar, twenty dollars for a hundred. Yes. I, I am always kind of the. I don't know what to do. It's at a restaurant. I think it's pretty easy. You get served. If you use a card, it's you know, twenty percent minimum on your. You know that's what you tip. Yes. Twenty percent minimum, and usually it's more. You know, twenty five or thirty percent. That's a, a decent tip. That's what you're expected to. If you're at a bar, if you you know, use your card to pay. I, you know, usually just do twenty percent. If you're just ordering drinks, you you pay cash. A dollar per drink. At least a dollar per drink, depending on what you're ordering, right? right. If it's a beer, you know, a dollar a drink. If, if it's, it's something more drink, complicated, yes. it, you maybe you go a little bit more. Now on delivery, though, you know, I I never understand what is it, right? If you are delivering a fifty dollars. Versus $150 worth of food, It do you get more of a delivery tip for that? You should. Why? I mean, if you're ordering <laughs> a lot of food, right? But for example, it, it doesn't necessarily ex- even have to be that much more, right? I, I mean, isn't it a flat delivery charge? Do you get a flat, like... $5, well, depends $10? Order- depends who you're ordering from. A lot of the local places, it's a flat delivery charge. There are certain places that, that the delivery charge is a percentage of what you spent. I think a lot, you're scared off too because your assumption is I'm being charged a delivery fee too. And I would hope that part of that's going to whoever's making the delivery. Then it, your tip is on top of whatever the delivery fee is. Never assume that the driver is getting a majority of the delivery charge. Okay? Just Keep that in mind. Never assume the driver is getting a good chunk of that. But if, if you're spending more money, I'm guessing you're getting more food. Example, yesterday, Brian, I delivered two sub platters to a, to a business, right? That I got a $10 tip for. Thank you very much. That was more work than the cup of coffee I delivered earlier in the day. And they tipped me $3. So again, very, uh, very nice. Thank you very much. So I, I do think if you're spending $150, it's, it's not unreasonable to think that you are that there is more food to bring to the door. And again, most people do tip off of percentages. But as this texture says right here, five to ten dollars for fifty dollars and below, if delivery drivers got five dollars for every order within a fifty or low range, that would make their day. I mean, when I if I get five dollars of delivery, day made. That that would be one of the best days of the week. I I just want to avoid all this, and that's why I pick up. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. that's why I, because I it's one of those scenarios where I never know what the right you, you know what's the protocol here. Am I giving you is twenty percent? Is it just like I'm eating out? Is it something else? There's not a right, but there is a wrong. Not tipping at all is the wrong. Yeah, I don't think there's a right because if you're if you if you're as you as you said if you're just getting a pizza from somewhere down the street. You tip three to five bucks, fine. Now, I could also be ticked off and walk up and go, well, you could have walked down the street and gotten this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But a lot of people justify not tipping with, well, you just had to drive down the street. I think I had to do what you didn't do. I think it's a little more complicated right now 
too, you, you look at these apps, you have the DoorDash, Uber Eats, all these different things, that I think the thinking is, and you, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of people are of the mindset that, okay, you know, if I called the restaurant or, you know, if I called a pizza place and ordered a pizza and got it delivered, you know, I give the driver a tip and that's, you know, how this transaction yes. always works. I think people are of the mindset, though, wait, if I order on DoorDash or Uber or something else like this, and I, I pay for the food, and then I'm also paying for whatever the delivery fee is, that that, I am, that is my paying the driver. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the mindset that's out there that's kind of created by these apps. And I don't think you're wrong, but anyone who thinks that, I would, I would suggest next time you order, before you press submit, look at the receipt that they give you the option to look at and look at that service charge and just assume that the driver is getting maybe 25% of that service charge. Remember, there are charges that have to go to the app upkeep and to the customer service people you talk to at DoorDash or Uber Eats or wherever you're going through. So of that service charge, your driver, I mean, Brian, I, I talked about this a few weeks ago when I, I did the, um, a show on you know side jobs and everything. Um, there have been times where I've gotten asked to do delivery and the, pay, the payout was 275 now, that was just someone who didn't tip. That was just the service fee. Obviously, I declined it. Um, so don't assume the driver is getting, like I said, a good portion of that service fee because a lot of that is going to the app and going to the company itself. I, all these reasons are why I always pick up my phone. I cannot think of the last time I ordered delivery or you know something like that. Someone's texting in, snowstorm, do you get a bigger tip? I would say yes. absolutely. Yes, um, you know, that would be a big tip snowstorm or if it's if there's a clear reason why I don't want to go out, then the person who I'm making go out. Yeah, <laughs> I would want to pay for, uh, you know, that service again. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that mindset as someone who worked in the last snowstorm when, you know, you could it was perfect here, but you drive into Williamsville and you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. And I'm still getting 350 to deliver this platter down the street. Yeah, <laughs> I you know, tipping it's. I don't know. It's one of those things that uh, everyone has their different answer. I think there are scenarios where there's clear right and wrong answers. And I think there's always like gray areas. I think the haircuts about this all the time, Joe, where, you know, there's clearly scenarios. If you go to one of these places, you know, these chains or you know, a place where they have a lot of different people who are, are working there, I clearly you, you give a tip. I... You know, well, I go to one place now, but, you know, when I was looking around for a new barber after mine closed, you go, I prefer to go to places that are just kind of owned and operated by the person who's cutting the hair. Right. And they run the whole shop. And it's their, you know, they're, they're making the uh, prices. They're setting the prices for haircuts. They're, they own everything. There's no one else, you know, working for them or they're sweeping up after themselves. They're getting your money uh, when you walk out the door. It's just one person who you're going to. And I have always been of the mindset that, well, I'm probably not going to give as big of a tip because this is your, you set the price, charge me whatever you want for a haircut. <laughs> I'm going to, you're charging me, you're keeping all the money. Right. It's not like if you go to one of these places where there's a whole bunch of things, you, you know, you're paying, but how much of this is actually going to the person who did the job, maybe half, maybe even less than that, you obviously need to tip. Now, I'll still give a tip, but it won't necessarily be as much because if you needed more, just please charge me more. Please say it. 
I like that. I like uh, that. You're making the rules here. Do you tip? So I always tip the the person who cuts my hair. I, I just throw them five bucks. Do you tip uh, movers? If you ordered furniture from a place and they delivered the furniture into your house yeah. and laid it down, you tip them? Yeah. Okay. It's obvious. Yeah, so do I. Anyone, I mean, it's just like delivering food. Anyone bringing something yeah. to your house, aside from, you know, the Amazon package person, I think you're tipping. Right. Okay. All the All time. Right. Yeah. Um, but there are people I know that that would not tip in that situation, and I just can't think of how awkward that would be when you say goodbye. Yeah. No. I. Uh, but I do think. And listen, I'm I'm not saying that I wouldn't give the tip. I'm just saying I always pick up myself just to you know because right. I want to for a whole bunch of different reasons. I want hot food. I don't want to wait. I don't. I don't want any question as to when it's going to be ready. I I just want to go and grab it, and I want it cheaper. Um, you know. So I'll go and do it. But I do think that some of the new apps maybe put into question, like, all right, well, how is there a tip in here? Am I, by paying the app, am I just paying the driver here and then anything extra would be extra, extra? You know, how exactly does this work? If they're asking you for a tip, the tip is not included. I think that's a good rule of thumb. If they are asking you to add a tip, the driver, assume, again, assume the driver's not getting much of anything else coming out of that charge. Yeah, well, I can see that. I mean, that's a, a pretty good rule of thumb. I still get it delivered. I, I wonder what the – if you work at a pizza place, let us know, please, for pickup versus delivery. You know, what is the – has it shifted recently? Are more people getting it delivered than had in the past because you're more comfortable with it? Or is, is it 50-50? Is there way more pickups than deliveries? I, I honestly have no idea. When I, I'm always a pickup person. When I worked at a pizzeria, most of the time during the week, you would have more pickups than deliveries. But on weekends, Friday nights, Saturdays, and Sundays, you would have more, more orders sitting on the delivery side than the pickup side. Now you can say that the turnover is quicker, right? Someone's already there to get their food. It's not sitting on the shelf as much. So maybe that's misleading. Uh, but I think people on the weekends... Definitely ordered more delivery and more pickup on the week. You know, coming home from work and stuff, it's easier to, to uh, pick up and go home with. I, I'm always surprised by the amount of cars I see with the, uh, you know, pizza sign on the roof. Well, I'm also, you know, as someone who's part-time going and picking these up from the DoorDash app, how many places locally have suspended their own delivery, right? And they're not doing it in-house anymore. They're taking advantage of these apps. Because there are places that I've picked up from that I know used to have delivery drivers. Is that a cost-cutting thing? Is, is, that oh, helping, sure. is that helping them out? And how many places have done that? And how many people, like me, used to deliver for a pizzeria or something and now go through one of these apps? I'm sure there's a lot of people. I just, I, I'm not on the delivery game. I like to shop for myself. I like to pick up my food myself. I like to grab, you know, anything. I'm... Grocery delivery never oh. appealed to me. Uh, food delivery, I know I can go get it myself. That's just me. Well, as I, and as we've we've said off the air, the 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 number of things now that I'm getting, like when I get out of work here and go do a little part time work, I'm getting fifty fifty. 50% food, 50% Bed Bath & Beyond, Dollar General, That's J.C. Penny. <laughs> Your sheets. Yeah. You just like go. Christmas Eve, I delivered a pillow and a sheet set to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
That's something. I mean, that is something. I uh, but I could see that. You know, people there. I for as much as I think people who go out to restaurants tipping the courtesy has gone up. We had that you know uh, story. I think just yesterday. I do think the delivery tipping has gone down because the delivery is now so ubiquitous. I think there's an assumption, a wrong assumption, as you point out, that all these drivers are getting paid, you know, as if they're being tipped all the right. time. And there's – the line is blurred if you're using the same app or you're at the very least using the same phone, right, to, you know, have your groceries dropped off at your door and then the person, you know – maybe doesn't even ring the doorbell and they leave and they're on their way versus you have food delivered versus you have, you know, an Amazon package delivered. You know, some of these you're tipping for, some of these you're not. Right. And I think the people just go, oh, well, I just assume tipping for delivery is over now in uh, 2022. I I think a lot of people think that way. I, I hope if you're out there thinking that way, please stop thinking that way. As I said, if you're sitting there looking at your phone, and I said this with, uh, with Bowerly uh, once. If you're sitting there looking at your phone going, why is my order not getting picked up? It's been 50 minutes and you didn't leave a tip. That's probably why. Because, again, the drivers get to see what's being offered for that delivery. And if it's two or three bucks, they're probably going to decline it. And your order is probably going to take a few, an hour to get to your house. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Well, I, I, like I said, I don't even have the apps on my phone to, uh, you know, go about. No it temptation. Do that. No temptation, no, you know, no need. It's funny. Uh, this is kind of off the topic, but we're talking about delivery. Last week, I delivered a startup fish tank from PetSmart to someone. I thought that was, that's now the, the, the weirdest thing I've delivered doing this job. Fish tank. A fish tank starter kit. So the tank and the chlorine, and, uh, not the chlorine, but, you know, all the stuff you put in. Chlorine. You yeah. put chlorine in your fish tank. <laughs> all the stuff you put in. <laughs> See Nemo flounder around. <laughs> all the stuff you put in to set up the, uh, the tank. They wanted that delivered, so nice little weekend project. I, I um, that that's something. You know, those are things you'd think people would want to pick out themselves. That's yeah, yeah. PetSmart's the kind of place like I want to go, look for what you know, see what else they have, see what kind of treats yeah. they have for the dog. I don't, I don't, I don't need to sit around. I, but again, you have people that you know, Brian. Maybe they can't drive. They you know they they are stuck at home all day and they you know they want some of that stuff for uh, a nice pet. I guess there is that. I you know, I'm a pick it out myself type person. Oh, so That's am just, I. Uh me speaking there. But you know, hey, I would uh if more places did this, I would not be opposed because I'm a, I'm a pickup person as it is. So if you want to add a little incentive because you're running low on delivery drivers. Have Brian will take it. it. Brian have will take it. it. I'm uh I'm there for sure. Hey, we'll be back uh, tomorrow, Joe and I. And hopefully Dr. Amish Dalja. All right. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.